Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Danny. And I'm Allie. I'm Lindsay. And it's the season finale, season mm. 23, with Danny, Lindsay, and Allie <gasps> reading <sighs> about dinosaurs uh, and Harry uh. and Draco fucking over dinosaurs. <laughs> now it's the part where we find out how it ends. Just three best friends <laughs> reading erotic fanfiction. <laughs> Danny, only you can rhyme dinosaurs with dinosaurs, exactly and it fucking say. hit. It hit, and it works. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, dinosaur, mm, dinosaur." And only I won't even notice, <laughs> would even remember that I did that one half second ago. If I still had a MySpace, those are the lyrics I would put up. Definitely. As part of my profile or my AIM away message. I don't know. I don't think I'd be willing to relinquish Bone Thugs and Harmony for that, Danny. Sorry. Okay. Well, let me try it one more time. Three best friends. <laughs> Nasalier. Dinosaur Bone Thugs. Dinosaur Bone. Oh, Dinosaur Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, I just said Bone with like the most northern accent. You did. You go Bone, bone. Thugs. I was, I was trying to string out the words while I was thinking if I could make thugs in harmony. <laughs> Jurassic at all. Dinosaur bones. Bone hugs and pottery. Blarney for, in honor of St. Patty's Day. St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Bone bugs and blarney. <laughs> we put it all in a blender and this is what's happening it's all coming out in an order. <laughs> well, we are so excited to see how this story ends. And its I can't believe it's been 100 million years in the making. Evil Dime, <laughs> thank you for such a beautiful, funny, fun story. And yeah, before we just want to leave with that. But we got other stuff to talk about before we go too far. Yes. We sure do. Allie, you made a promise <laughs> to our thousands of listeners to tell a story about last, <laughs> last week that we didn't get to. About how I got taken for a fool. Ugh. Well, guys, even the mighty shall fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hanging out in one of those Chicago mom Facebook groups, <laughs> as one does when you have a newborn and time to kill. And a mom, a real friendly, delightful mom posts and says, hey, I've got four Taylor Swift tickets for sale. Oh, no, Allie. Oh, yeah. I just wait. But she did everything right, Danny. I did everything right. So I look at her profile, goes back to 2011. Hundreds of photos, all her and the kids. That was a fine year for Facebook profiles. It was. <laughs> she sprung up the exact right time. Her profile goes back to 2011. Hundreds of pictures of her and her kids. The pictures have 
you know, somewhere between 20 to 150 likes comments from real sweet, kind people. They look very engaged in her family. They look like they have a real familiarity with her. I was like, okay, she seems legitimate. She's been in the group for a while. That was another fact I left out, Lindsay. I was like, okay. So I message her and we're going back and forth, going back and forth. And she wants me to pay via Apple Pay. I said, I don't have that. Or maybe I do. I don't use it. How about Venmo? So she sends me her Venmo account. And the thing that should have flagged is the names didn't match. But she said she didn't have a Venmo account that her her partner did. And I said, okay, well, who am I to judge? So I look and there's not really a ton of transaction history on this Venmo account, but there is some. Um, And so that's a little bit of a flag for me. So I say, hey, can you send me screenshots of the tickets? I want to see screenshots of the ticket purchase and your name on the tickets. And I start asking all of these very specific questions. So she, she, hair quotes, is sending me all of these pictures to verify it. Then I said, I'm very still skeptical to send you this money. And my gut instinct, I almost Facebook Messenger called this person, but I didn't and I should have. So I decide, okay, I'm going to Venmo this person, but I'm going to use payment protection just in the off chance that that means anything. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Venmo. Venmo's like, payment protection is like how a light bulb is packaged. It's like, it is. We'll do our best. It's like a carton of eggs. Yeah. Your money got to her securely. Yeah. The money was safe. I was an egg in a carton. (laughs) It's protected once it's in our hands. (laughs) Came in an envelope. So uh, send over that money. I told you guys how much I spent. You guys would just shoot me through the computer. And uh, sent the money. And as soon as I do, they're like, okay, going to send you the tickets. Boom, blocked, gone. This individual has blocked me on Facebook, has removed the original post. I logged in through a different Facebook account. They had completely deleted the profile. So I reached out to Venmo immediately. They're basically placating me. There were, you know, absolutely no help. But then I reached out to my bank and they came in, in the clutch and they got me my money back. You had to have like seven no's. Yes. I would have just been like, all right. But Allie's like, let me talk to his <laughs> manager. What about his manager's manager? Yeah. It's like, you're a supervisor, supervisor, supervisor. <laughs> so anyway, I get all the way up the chain and suddenly someone's able to stop this payment for $30 fee to my bank account. I was like, oh, how convenient. Yes. So guys, long story short, don't fall for a ticket scam on the internet. I thought I did all the right things, but <sighs> my spidey senses were going off and I said, maybe I'm just aroused. Hey, fuck your intuition. This is Taylor Swift we're talking about. <sighs> Taylor Swift just got my hairs and other things standing up on edge. Yes. <laughs> Should be fine. So I am ticketless and $30 more broke than I started. But you got your money back. Did you post in the group to say, avoid this person? I did, but they never even commented on my post. I was like, okay, is everyone in on it? Like, what is this? Some kind of group conspiracy theory? So I got beef. Allie, didn't you see another transaction in their Venmo that looked like, did someone else also get scammed? Did it look like that? You know, it's hard for me to admit what I actually saw because the flags were so red in hindsight. Loving you was red. Taylor said it's okay. (laughs) That's that's what I should have (laughs) known. I should have said no. <laughs> so they had one transaction in their history and it was from 44 minutes before I went to go uh, make a purchase and it was for a freezer for $44. So I was talking to Lindsay. I was like, oh, that person ain't getting that freezer. <laughs> I have a feeling they are very warm right now. They're sweltering. <laughs> their ice cream is melted. 
Uh, I called Lindsay immediately and I thought, I just got scammed on the internet. I can't believe it. It was so bad. And the immediate block, too, is so painful. Within seconds, I was like, as soon as I got blocked, I go, son of a bitch. Oh, my God. I fell for it. The worst feeling. Did you tell Matt? No, I haven't told him. And I... (laughs) You wanted to wait to get their money back? I wanted to wait to make sure I got the money back. (laughs) Now I can tell him, but I haven't yet. This will be a test if he listens. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. So he'll never know. But um, <laughs> anywho, so yeah, that was my little last uh, story I wanted to share. I guess it was worth it. I loved it. To come back this week. <laughs> this week's episode brought to you by LifeLock. Don't get scammed. <laughs> brought to you by Cash App, not Venmo. <laughs> not Venmo. Yeah. Who's your bank? Chase. Brought to you by Chase Fraud Protection. There we go. The real heroes of this story. By the way, apparently Venmo is the worst payment system for things like this that you just have almost absolutely zero chance of getting your money back. Isn't PayPal a good one? PayPal's good, yeah. PayPal's pretty protected. Mm-hmm. Zelle, like a Chase Quick Pay Zelle thing. Yeah, Zelle's good. You can do Zelle. Yeah. Well, don't take, listen, don't take my advice. Yeah. I had to argue with 28 people to get my money back. So. I just got scammed. Here's five things not to do from someone who fell for it. Okay, well, if you have Taylor uh, Swift tickets, and a full Facebook account, you can really get <laughs> Allie's money. Yeah, if you are selling Taylor Swift tickets in the Chicagoland area, please, for the love of God, reach out to me because I would really like to go to this concert. And clearly, I am reckless. <laughs> reach out to me, but only on a Facebook Moms group. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure you're somebody I can trust. <laughs> It'd have to be like physical tickets that you'd have to verify somehow and you'd have to meet them in person and get cash. I don't know how anyone in this day and age could buy tickets unless you knew the, the person. We will have to meet in person at a secure location. I want to see you transfer it. I'm good for the money. So I want you to transfer the tickets to my Ticketmaster account. And only then will you get a dollar out of me. It's going to be notarized. There's going to be like a <laughs> off-duty police officer there. Yeah. My attorney will be there. I'm going to have the nine in one press. <laughs> ready to. It's scary. People are good at this stuff. Oh, man. So, anywho. What else do we have that's not a scam? What other news do we have? In a non-scam segment, we have listener emails. So, we have some emails that came through. I figured we'd read a few before the season's over. So, (laughs) I guess I'll take that segment as well since I think I'm the only one that looks at the inbox. (laughs) Weird. Unless anyone else want to read one? (laughs) I mean, I think you're... I think... I guess that's a resounding uh, no. (laughs) We can read one. You know what? I was just checking our Instagram, seeing if there were any other messages. And I realized that I've been tagging the wrong. Um, Louisa Judd has been making all these great graphics. And I just saw here that apparently I've been tagging the wrong one. Tagging Ashley Judd? I've been tagging just somebody. (laughs) Just somebody on the internet. I've just been tagging them. They're like getting tagged in these like erotic drawings. (laughs) (laughs) They get reported. Yeah, I guess. Um, Louisa, thank you so much for all of your brilliant graphics. Um, under, under, underscore Louisa Judd. I'm really sorry. So, there we go. So sorry. <laughs> that sounds sincere. So you're a scammer too, Danny. <laughs> Maybe you're it's accidental scams. <laughs> Who knows? Okay, our first listener email we have um, from Kristen. Kristen says, hi, Danny, Allie, and Lindsay. Just want to share a quick story this morning. I was roaming the aisles at Target and from the ether overheard a couple of employees talking about Sirius James and Bellatrix Tonks. So naturally, I had to go f- find them, ask if they were talking about fan fiction, which they were. I was thrilled to be able to introduce them to the pod, which they didn't know about, or I freaked them the fuck out. Either way, happy to sing your praises. Keep on keeping it on. 
Kristen from OKC. Thank you, Kristen. Our street team, our street team hard at work in the aisles. Of yeah, Target. our guerrilla marketing is, we have plants everywhere. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> if you say, if you say two ships in a row, somebody will show up. <laughs> like Bloody Mary. Oh. Okay, so this next one is from Texas Rach. And the subject line is 96.69% Deserted Island Podcast. Great subject line. I know this has been keeping you up at night, but I wanted to assure you that at least one fanny pack would have this as their Deserted Island Podcast. I discovered you guys when I moved from Texas to New Zealand and was going through a lonely time settling into a new country. I started getting into podcasts and was listening to my dad wrote a porno when Spotify, knowing a horn gal when they saw it, recommended Potteratica. I've been one deep ever since. My partner would come home to me drinking wine, furiously Marie Kondoing while cry laughing at an owl's long, sexy leg. <laughs> I love that she was cleaning while as messy as possible. Yeah. You know, exactly. Just cry laughing, wine spilling, <laughs> but like all of the clothes are folded perfect. The t shirts are folded. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> So I just wanted to say the most heartfelt thank you, Lindsay, Allie, and Danny. When I feel down, I always revert back to the beginning, curl into my into snake's silken pubes, and listen to my favorite trio have a horny good time, making this podcast my safety blanket that is always packed for travel in case of an accidental deserted island. Oh. Fossilized forever. Texas Rach. P.S. Congrats, Allie, on the little one, and a belated congrats on Lindsay and Danny's nuptials. Danny, it sounds like we got married to each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel a bit awkward about the whole parasocial thing, but this person who you do not know at all truly wishes nothing but the best for you three. <gasps> Rach. Okay, Rach. We love you so much. Wow. Also, I would curl up in that nest of silken pubes. That sounds delightful. Soft. We're coming for you. We're coming to visit you in New Zealand. We're on our way. We'll make a human, a human nest of pubes together. And that's a promise. <laughs> and that's the creepiest thing you've been promised in a while. That's one thing that we can promise. <laughs> Every one of our Patreon dongs will get delayed. I'm just getting too far. <laughs> too far. <laughs> um, one last little update from Danny before we dive into this finale. Yes. Well, we are so sad that this season is ending because, like I mentioned earlier, it's just been so much fun to go back in time. But we have an idea that's going to take us right into the future. So um, we're going to take a short little break, as we normally do, just to recoup, let the blood flow back to the rest of our bodies. (laughs) Um, And we're not exactly sure on the format of this, but I don't know if anybody here has used ChatGPT or any other AI, artificial intelligence, chat platforms. But we have, (laughs) and we have found... (laughs) (laughs) That ChatGPT, while they won't let you write anything erotic, will write nearly anything. And so we are going to take suggestions for the silliest little prompts you ever did here. (laughs) And we're going to throw them into our chat GPT generator as it was meant to be used for um, and see what stories machines can crank out. (laughs) But fear not. To our incredible writers, they will never be as good as human writing, yes. and we think. Um, and also, they all it only will write 500 words. So what we're thinking is we might start the story off with ChatGPT and see where it goes, either with us or with writers. Stay tuned. ChatGPT TBD. Ooh. LOL. Um, <laughs> but we'll put out some requests and see what are the silliest prompts. Should I give an example of one that we did? Well, so you can do things that are romantic. Yes. It just, it can't be erotic. So 
Oh, I think I put in a prompt. Michael Scott goes on The Bachelor, but all the contestants are Disney princesses. So great. And it did it. <laughs> I saved that story. So we have that one and the hopper in case we need it. Yeah. I did Michael Scott takes uh, Ursula from The Little Mermaid on a date. And it was so funny because he, in the writing, takes her on a date to a seafood restaurant, which he recognizes <laughs> makes her uncomfortable. No. But like, obviously, Michael Scott would. Oh, so perfect. And while they're there, they're talking about their interests. And Ursula, one of her Ursula's is karaoke. No. Because she loves singing oh and gosh. stealing voices. <gasps> That's so smart. It's so clever. In the story, she's like, I am but a lowly sea witch and you, everyone's favorite boss. <laughs> <laughs> and you. <laughs> World's best boss. World's best boss. So let us know what you think. Ursula has a lot more power than Michael. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> All right. I, a lowly sea witch with the ability to get 100 times my size and take down ships, holds nothing to you. Let's write a sequel where Ursula starts to understand her worth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is the one thing we've heard about the chatbot is that they will have implicit bias baked in. So yeah. already seeing it. So we're super excited. Stay tuned on kind of everything else, but we'll we'll put out the request, but get your mind going on the silliest prompts you can think of. Yeah. I also, I love the idea of chat GPT starting it off and an author continuing it and then taking it sexy. That would be so fun. Yeah. Ultimately, we just want to, we might be do, doing some more experiments on like season length or just shorter things because we really want to get into some of the crazy stuff that's out there. So yeah, we're exploring our kinks. Yeah, a lot of our crazy stories. Um, there's some really fun ones that are a little shorter, so they could show up on Patreon. It's not the length, it's how you read them. It's how you read them. And we could read them on Patreon or we could read them on the pod. We'll see how we're feeling. You'll never know. Just kidding. We'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go too far ahead, let's blow down. Oh my We've got to, let's bring this baby home. Guys, the thing that stands out to me about the blowdown is that there's a sort of a villain was introduced in the form of Neville Longbottom, who it turns out snuck in to their time travels or like repeated the things repeated that they did. It, yeah. Yeah. To go back in time with them, watch everything and took pictures. That's like the biggest reveal, right? Well, I mean, they they yeah. came back to the future unharmed. They missed the meteor and they're back at Hogwarts and Neville sort of tells them or they confront him. Yeah, because he he thought they were going to go see Hug a Hufflepuff. And yes. so he's like, His oh, hero. I got to meet my, yeah, my queen. Study saw Hubba, Hubba Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if anyone else remembers anything major. They're in the library. Meteor was coming right at the last moment. And they dodged it. Yeah. Yeah. Draco like threatens Neville and is like, give me the copies of every single photo. And then that's where we left off. By the hair on Harry's volleyball balls. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So let's do it. Let's go to the finale. Okay. I'm reading. Woo. Allosaurus. Ha ha. Oh. Two years later. <gasps> okay. Wow. The deet dude of all deet dudes. Wow, future. Harry was lazily sprawled on his back on the lawn behind Malfoy Manor. The devil's snare rustled furtively in the underbrush. The sun shone, glinting off a small pond off to his right. A white peacock whistled in the distance. It was peaceful. <laughs> My idea of paradise. <laughs> with him having coffee with a white peacock whistling. 
You remember those dinos fighting each other with their massive tails? Said Draco. Mm-hmm, said Harry. Their tail motions seem to be steered by their hind legs. One foot forward, tail swings left. Other foot forward, tail swings right. I looked it up. Scientists thought for a long time they had a second larger brain at the small of their backs to calculate the path of their tail when fighting. Wow. Can't see what they're doing with their heads so far from where the action is. Theory's been discarded, sadly. Imagine a brain dedicated just to swinging around their tails, said Draco. It does, however, appear to be true that the muscles connecting their legs to the tail reach all the way down to their knees. Now answer me this. How in the hell do those guys have sex? <laughs> we need a diagram for a brontosaurus. He's doing like um, dinosaur Seinfeld sex. He was like, what's the deal with the tails? <laughs> How the hell do those guys have sex? <laughs> what a conversationalist. <laughs> With a contented sigh, Harry curled into the man lying beside him. What has you so nervous, Draco? Move in with me. <gasps> oh. Harry laughed. He raised his head to look his lover in the eye. Premature domestication. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be funny if we had a similar title. <laughs> we just do them, all of them. <laughs> Damn what we can do. You guys blur now. What's happening? Like, did he catch that from Harry? The like, you got to do some emotional kegels. Yeah, they just like have no impulse control. I love you. Move with me. <laughs> Harry laughed. He raised his head to look his lover in the eye. Draco, when have I actually been to my flat in Camden? I don't... Huh? Your mother formally accepted me into the family five months ago, Draco. Really? Where was I when this happened? Raiding a muggle store for more toys, I believe. Too bad, really. The look on your father's face was priceless. I'll have to rent a pensive to show you. <laughs> Dumbledore's on the market. <laughs> I know a guy on the internet who actually sells pensives. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to connect via Facebook and Venmo. That's it. <laughs> Working. <laughs> that man would have fucking killed me if I told him. It's a good thing he doesn't support the pod. And <laughs> good thing he's so disinterested in my hobbies. <laughs> it's called a silver lining. Look it up. <laughs> Drago gave a downright evil smile that took Harry way back. See that you do. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is almost like oh wait, you guys. That was the end of Draco and Harry's story. Oh shit! This is like a what's it called? A side quest, flashback side quest. Yeah, okay. no, like a what's an epilogue? Yeah, but from Neville's perspective, I guess. Okay, like a side epilogue. A side epilogue. Okay, so we've never really read a side quest before. We've done epilogues, but so that was the end of Draco and Harry. <laughs> They're moving in together. That's great. That's Lucius is a past. And all right. Flash two. Yes, said Hannah. Merlin, I love you so much. Neville stood up and wrapped his arms around Hannah. They stayed like that for long minutes before slowly separating again. Neville took a step back and focused on Hannah with a serious look. Before we do this, before we announce it to the world, there's something you need to know about me. Hannah had been by his side through most of seventh year. She knew he still had nightmares about the war, about Uncle Algie, and to his quiet shame about Snape, even still. He wanted there to be no secrets between them, but there was that one thing. Tell me. Her bright blue eyes looked at him with trust and love. I've seen dinosaur sex. (laughs) (laughs) I blew a dinosaur. This changes everything. (laughs) One time in college... I was a sort of dino frat. I was really drunk. I was super drunk. 
It was dino hazing. I don't want to get into it. I was up in a tree. I can't explain it. (laughs) Neville swallowed nervously. He sat down at their table and took a sip of water. Hannah sat down next to him, taking his free hand and holding on tightly. You remember that herbology project we had to do in our last year where Harry and Malfoy somehow managed to hand in Helga Hufflepuff's restored formula against dementia, and I got full marks for my theory on the evolution of the devil's snare? You remember, <laughs> right? You you remember when I got an A and they also got an A? She's like, yeah, it's in my diary. I had a lot of gold stars on the top of the page, yeah. a smiley face, no red marks anywhere in the entire paper. You saw me leave the classroom and kick a trash can over <laughs> one of the movie staircases saying, fuck yeah, I own that bitch. Remember you remember that, that right? <laughs> right, babe? <laughs> okay, so let's teleport back to that moment. Yes, Hannah immediately confirmed. <laughs> yes. Yes, duh. I think about it every day. Hard to forget, really. I mean, you kicked over that trash can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you remember when you took that uh, that first year's broomstick and you broke it in half and you told them, ride this, bitch. I just got an A in her box. <laughs> you remember that thing you always do every time you get an A where you say, suck it to the teacher and everyone thinks it's so funny? <laughs> Classic Neville, honestly. It hit it hit peeves. Uh-huh. It hit peeves. <laughs> Just <kidding. sighs> Hard to forget, really. I have no idea how you came up with the idea that the earliest representatives of that class might have been fire resistant. But it makes so much sense if you consider holding up his now glass-free hand, Neville grinned at Hannah's embarrassed flesh. He'd known he had found the right partner the first time that they had nerded out over the sensuality of a mimbleless Mimbletonia's crooning sounds. <laughs> Thank you, love. He pecked a kiss on her lips. What I need to tell you now is, is why I know exactly that the ancient devil snare did not mind fire. Hannah's eyes grew wide as saucers. How? Harry and Malfoy created a ritual to travel back to the founder's time to ask Helga Hufflepuff herself about the formula. That's illegal, Neville snorted. You think that would have stopped those two? Hannah cocked her head. Not really. And I take it, it didn't stop you either? This is herbology we're talking about. I mean, can you imagine meeting Helga Hufflepuff? Hannah seated the point, whistling. Neville, wow. You met Hufflepuff herself? No. Did they refuse to take you? Wish it were that simple. (laughs) Neville ruefully (laughs) shook his head. No, I never asked. Instead, I got Luna to make me a spy charm, and then I copied their ritual, rune for rune and word for word. When they traveled to the past, so did I. But Hufflepuff refused to see you? Hannah, let me tell this story. (laughs) Hannah, stop (laughs) guessing. I'm getting close. Hannah, if you just stop interjecting, I will continue to the next point. You're never going to guess, Hannah. You're never going (laughs) to guess. I promise you. You literally could guess all night long and you will never get to the right answer. (laughs) Trust me. This is such a sexy proposal. (laughs) Yes, I'll marry you. Okay, so listen. Listen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Zip back. You're going to want to sit down for this. Are you sitting down? Meeting her eyes and suppressing a shudder, Neville admitted, none of us ever made it to the founder's time. I don't know how the chaos duo ended up getting her formula to work regardless, but I can promise you it wasn't from talking to whom we met in the past. Whom did you meet? Hannah was now sitting tensely on the edge of her seat. Neville, however, leaned back in his chair in a tired slump. Dinosaurs. (laughs) What? Apparently, Neville explained with his eyes closed, presenting the picture of wary acceptance. Malfoy, the never-go-wrong potions and ancient runes prodigy, Draco Malfoy, did the ancient... 
Amistrasian equivalent of forgetting to dot his I's and cross his T's. But, but, said Hannah. So, by copying their exact design, I was sucked into the age of dinosaurs, right alongside Harry and Malfoy sucking each other off. No, I <laughs> He was sucked into the Age of Dinosaurs. They were sucked <laughs> in the Dinosaurs. <laughs> wow. Neville sighed. Yes, wow. It would have been amazing, he frowned. It was amazing, I suppose. <laughs> For two out of the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody thought time travel of that magnitude should ever be possible. Possible. I still think it isn't. I believe we only got there because we were meant to be. Because history needed us to be. But... I'm getting ahead of myself. He smiled ruefully. So I landed in the past, but having started out in a different location than Malfoy and Harry, it stood to reason I would not arrive right next to them. Well, I didn't. Instead, I landed inside a thicket of prehistoric devil snare and found out it was resistant to fire. Hannah was a wonderful audience. She gasped and covered her mouth with both hands, waiting with bated breath for the story of how he'd escaped that predicament. I was desperate. Neville continued his tale. There I was, so confident of my herbology knowledge. There I was, on Venmo. (laughs) (laughs) So confident that I had never been scanned. (laughs) (laughs) So confident that this person with no transaction history or profile photo was going to give me And a different name than the person I was chatting with was going to give me Taylor Swift tickets. (laughs) (laughs) I was desperate. Neville continued his tale. There I was, so confident of my herbology knowledge and about to be strangled by what appeared to be a simple subspecies of devil snare. My body was completely relaxed and still it was trying to immobilize my arms. It was cutting off my air supply. And when an incendio did nothing whatsoever to deter it, I panicked. I ended up throwing every cutting and blasting curse at it that I learned in the DA or had seen anybody use the Battle of Hogwarts. That is a lot of spells, Hannah shivered. Unlike usual, Neville did not pull her into a hug, but shrank further into his chair and looked down at his hands as he continued his tale. It was, and still the damn plant would not let me go. Nothing seemed to harm it in any way. With the obvious effort of will, he raised his eyes to meet hers as he spoke the next words. Nothing except for the unforgivables. My God. Oh, Neville. He's like, I hate plants. (laughs) Spending the rest of his life making up for this moment. Oh, man. Oh, Neville. Hannah was out of her seat and in Neville's lap in no time, hugging and kissing him and trying to comfort her love, who was so obviously struggling with what he had done. No wonder you never told me about this before. You must be all torn up about using those. I was. Neville whispered, I am, but that is not. Sighing, he picked up the story once more. I discovered the plant's reaction to the cruciatus when I cast that in an act of desperation and anger. <laughs> I did not want to end up devil snare manure and hug a Hufflepuff's backyard. And at the time, I was still under the mistaken impression that I, that we, had traveled to the founder's time. Anyway, once the cruciatus worked, I cast that, cast it again and again. I could see the pain I was causing the plant in the way its tendrils flinched back from my curses, but it wasn't enough. Oh no, so did you... Neville nodded grimly. Turns out that the killing curse is as deadly for plants as it is for human beings. Hannah hugged him tighter. What an awful way to arrive in the past. I hope it only got better from there. Did you meet up with the other two afterwards? (laughs) Narrator, it got worse. (laughs) No. Neville huffed an exasperated laugh. Because when have you ever known things to simply work out for me? There's a reason I am known for being clumsy and accident prone. And it's not all down to Uncle Algie either. Snuggling into Neville's chest, Hannah softly said, 
tell me. So Neville told her. He explained how he had extricated himself from the remains of the slain devil snare, only to run smack into a herd of hungry, predatory reptiles. How he had tried to reconcile his current predicament with the notion of being in the founder's time and given that up in the sight of pterodactyls soaring overhead. How he had escaped his pursuers by diving into a river which had a much stronger current than the calm surface suggested and been carried off. (laughs) He had a hell of a time there. What a trip. (laughs) He'd been struggling with a bit of a cold when he embarked on his adventure. And of course, the icy river did nothing to alleviate his symptoms. By the time he made it back to his starting point, weak, hungry, soaking wet, and with a sore throat that made him virtually incapable of speaking, the better part of a day had passed. He found Harry and Malfoy in time to hear Malfoy's conclusion that the ritual would carry them back home in two weeks' time. But then he he was set upon by deadly insects and had to escape before he could make his presence known to his schoolmates. (laughs) Harry and Draco did not run into a single fucking dinosaur this entire two weeks. This is why they had all the good karma. We were like, how have they not been chased? How have they not been trapped in anything? Neville is fighting for his life on a minute-to-minute basis. And so it went, one mishap after another. In his delirious day brought on by the cold, Neville failed to be as silent and inconspicuous as he would have liked and kept running into predatory dinosaurs, poisonous plants, and smaller wildlife (laughs) left, right, and center. He did not properly remember all of it, but he assumed he had left a wide path of destruction in his wake. Who is he like, you know, just going back to time and ruining everything. I'm picturing him sort of like Newman, you know, like that, like... Newman. From Jurassic Park. You know, the same actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, <sighs> the guy that gets eaten by the dinosaur with the fan around its neck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Velociraptor, right? Yeah. Isn't he the guy that does that? Maybe it is, Lens. I don't know. It's whatever it is. It's the one... It, like, sprays at him. It sprays oh, at him and, yeah, like, yeah. He has a, it fans out around his neck. Yeah. Those little fast guys. At least enough of his herbology knowledge carried over into the Jurassic Age to keep him well-fed. By the time he managed to return yet again to the area, he had last encountered Harry and Malfoy. He'd recovered enough to start enjoying his trip to the past. (laughs) He was cataloging the plant life, taking a wealth of pictures of every plant he thought he recognized, and even more of those he didn't. I had my camera out, ready to snap a picture of their stunned faces when I suddenly stepped out of the underbrush. But when I caught sight of them, it turned out that I could have danced the naked hula in front of them and they would not have noticed. Hannah's body tensed in his arms at those words. Her head rose and Neville saw a lovely blush on her cheeks. I would have noticed. (laughs) Neville blushed himself. I'll keep that in mind. So uh, back to the story. You know how Harry and Malfoy have been circling each other like courting Coco Rumsey catchers, right? (laughs) Hannah chuckled. Yes, though they brought each other insults and ill-timed potions ingredients rather than pretty flowers. Exactly. Well, when I came upon them, they were, uh, done courting. Hannah's eyes grew wide. They had courted all over each other. (sighs) Courting all over from root to branch. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah's eyes grew wide. Oh, please tell me you have pictures. Hannah. Wow. Hannah, you dirtball. Neville gaped at her for a moment, then shut his mouth with an audible click. Every time I think I have reached the peak, my adoration for you grows yet again. How is it that we think so much alike? Oh, you wonderful man. Is that a yes? The next two hours were spent looking at Neville's pictures from the past and dealing with any issues that arose from that particular little excursion. Wow. Wait, are they being turned on by these photos? Yes. A stroke down memory lane. Good. Oh, my God. Uh Hannah. Lying next to each other in blissful relaxation while their breath slowly evened out, Hannah eventually asked for the rest of Neville's tale. Well, he continued, lightly petting the curve of her lips. There isn't much more to tell. Liar, she chatted him softly. 
Neville sighed. So I realized that they had a thing going on and decided not to disturb the two lovebirds in their tree (laughs) and stick this one out on my own. (laughs) I'd stayed alive this far. I could go another 10 days. Easy. And surprisingly, I did. Mm. Not surprisingly. Hannah immediately corrected him. You are a strong man, Neville Longbottom, (laughs) no matter what your family would have you believe. I know that now, Neville conceded, just old habits, I suppose. You know how my gran always says, stop prevaricating. Withdrawing his hands from Hannah's body, Neville gulped, then looked up at the ceiling rather than her. Uh, a week after my arrival in the past was the first time I had heard a dinosaur cough. And a blinked. What do you... Two days later, an entire tribe of raptors tottered past me, sneezing and wobbling on their legs. You don't mean... By the time our two weeks were up, I'd seen several carcasses of fallen dinosaurs. Oh, Merlin Neville... I think my flu killed the dinosaurs. Stop. The end of this <laughs> season. <laughs> Neville no. wiped them out. Neville is patient zero. This is sort of like a COVID tale. Neville went back in time. It is. Sneezed on a dinosaur. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Dinosaur throat. <gasps> That's good. Dinosaur throat. Oh, my goodness. Neville. <sighs> He really screwed the pooch there. I'm stunned. Wow. Wait, so the dinosaurs were simultaneously killed by a flu and a meteor? Talk about the converging of their intended demise. Yeah, that's true. The meteor was still coming. So Neville should rest easy. He just took some out. Well, maybe the meteor was just like a little one. We don't know if that was the meteor. It was just a meteor. That's true. Right. I wanted him to say like, because you remember in Back to the Future how like whatever he did back there changed what was going on. Yeah. He should go, now in the history books, they say this, or like they thought this. Wow. The long bottom killed him. (laughs) It was a case of the long bottom. New canon. When the season ends, check your underpants. Is your fossilized or bonered? Are you fossilized or not? Not. I I forgot the structure of it. You know what? It's okay. But you guys got the gist. You got the jizz. Nothing is as bad as what Neville just did. So, gosh, good golly, Miss Molly. Uh, never have I ever fucked in a tree near dinosaurs. Never have I ever made all the dinosaurs go extinct. Never have I ever seen photos of Harry and Draco having sex. Hannah, why is your finger down? <laughs> oh my gosh. It should be called Neville Have I Ever. Ne- Neville Have I Ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, what's your takes? Give us your takes. Well, okay. Well, first of all, I love this side quest. I love this side story, epilogue. Uh Uh-huh. I almost will have to say my wand is down for the fact that they are voyeuristically looking at Mm -hmm. photos Uh of Harry and Draco without consent. Yeah. This feels uh, a little naughty, a little too naughty for my liking. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it. Wait, are we sure that Draco and Harry did not give him permission to keep the photos in any capacity? We're not sure. We don't know. Okay. Didn't sound like it from the last one. Okay. Yeah, they, it didn't sound like they were renting them out the way that Neville was renting this one out. Yeah. I'm not fossilized. I am hard as a dino rock for this episode. Incredible, hilarious, amazing, unexpected, but- Neville's bad behavior's got me. Yeah. Got my bones loose. (laughs) (laughs) Soft. (laughs) I think I'm medium because, I mean, the whole season was so fun. And I love that we, like, got this sneak peek into Neville's perspective. 
But the thing that's getting me more on the fossilized side is picturing, it's sort of like, um, oh my gosh, what's the 80s movie where they all have detention after school? Breakfast Club? Yes. Like Neville suddenly being the the bad guy who like kicks over a trash can at school. Now I'm picturing them all, dude, a Breakfast Club with Harry Potter characters would be a great challenge for chat GPT. Would he be like... Jed Hirsch. Is that who it was? Jed Hirsch. I don't remember that the actor's Jed name. Jed Nelson, Jed Hirsch. Where there's a Jed in there. It'd be a fun matchup. But Danny, what do you think? Yeah. I'm ending fossilized. My bones are hard. But <laughs> agree that, you know, Neville spied and bumbled his way into making all the dinosaurs extinct. And um, I don't know if I would ever go on a double date with Hannah and Neville with that energy right no which means that they were don't let them know the password to your phone absolutely not freaks i will never let them take a photo of me having sex (laughs) fool me once not again (laughs) hi i will trade you photos for taylor swift tickets like half a ticket (laughs) but you won't show anyone right i believe you (laughs) hi um chase Uh, take your word for it chase um i said them Uh, Yeah, but the whole season was so much fun. Evil time. You are an evil quarter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, what fun to have dinosaurs. It was awesome. What a fun season. I love it. It was fun. It was fun while it lasted until Neville came with a big old sneeze. Yeah, that was a blast. So we'll be back in a few weeks with some more shenanigans. That'll be as crazy as (laughs) Neville and his new fiance getting off to the idea of Neville traveling back in time and killing the dinosaurs with his flu. (laughs) And that's a promise. And that we can promise. He's like, I killed some plants. And she's like, oh, Neville, no. And he's like, I killed all the dinosaurs. I guess we didn't hear her reply, but she was probably like, and the plants? Yeah, but what happened to the plants? They're fine, right? (laughs) I love it. But in their absence, the plants thrive. Thrive. Well, we love you. We're going to miss you. Take a break. All right, kiddos. We'll see you soon. See you soon. See you guys soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms, plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals.